0: And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we're here every Sunday morning, eight o'clock, really glad to have you tuning in today. Uh, it's Gary Demas, I'm president of Dave Dave Fox Design Build Remodelers and Jamie (laughs) Roslowski is our marketing director. Good morning. Good morning. So today um, we have a very special story to talk about, don't we, Jamie?
1: Yes, it's a, it's a cautionary tale.
0: A cautionary tale. <laughs> so everybody loves to hear a story and Jamie's got a story about her real live house. Yes. And <clears throat> something that happened that could happen to anybody. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, at any moment, which is kind of scary, too.
0: Yep. So we're going to keep you in suspense as to what this story is about. First, <laughs> we're going to do a few commercials like go to davefox.com and look at a really cool website with a lot of information about remodeling tons of photographs Um, if you've never been there before and if you're thinking about remodeling you can go to our site jamie and you put tons of really nice photos up there of our projects we didn't steal them from other websites like people have done from us yes (laughs) It's amazing how we stumble across websites that look identical to ours somehow or another.
1: Yeah, or um, when other contractors have the same wording of their process as our process. It's interesting that it's the exact same. That's fascinating. we're on
0: the same wavelength.
1: Huh. Weird but yeah you know our website really is a really a, such a great resource um if you're thinking about doing remodeling with a company like ours or or not even you know just the pictures and seeing kind of those transitions from the before to the after we even show floor plans for a lot of the projects that we did so you can really yep. see what happened there yep.
0: um and it's and everyone's extensive. welcome to glean information from that yes yeah whether Absolutely. you use us or not Yep. so there's so many things that People do kind of as a public service and try to help people and I think to me my first awareness with that, of that was when the internet became popular and of course you were born into a popular internet <laughs> but I was way back there Not I quite I was I remember the days when a friend of mine was actually on the World Wide Web and I'd never seen it before and it was all text And yeah. it's like well that's all there is to it. I mean, you just type in this text and you get linked to all over the world. So it wasn't really dazzling. At that
1: yeah. Time. Didn't have the visual appeal it has yeah. now.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, how did I get off on that? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, DaveFox.com. You can go to DaveFoxRadio.com there we have all of our previously broadcast shows. A lot of different subject matter. So if you're a new listener, you know, if you're about, imagine anything that you're thinking about doing to your home you'd find a radio show that we've done on it
1: yeah and if there's something you don't find let us know yeah we'll and do, do, a do a show. it <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and if we don't know what we're talking about we'll make it up
1: yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so you know we talk about a lot on here how will come up with topics, and a lot of times, people will email things that they're interested in hearing more about, or you know they've listened to other shows and wanna know more about X, Y, or Z, or things like that. And mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to decide on what topics we're gonna to talk about for the next week, you know I'll either do some research or kinda of take it off of questions that were being asked by people contacting us for their projects, mm-hmm. kinda of what the trend is and things like that. But um, this week's episode was a no-brainer because I got to live something very exciting. Yeah. Not.
0: Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> is that the word you'd use?
1: No, it's devastating. I think it's a better word. Okay. Um, but I thought, you know, I have a scotch of knowledge in the construction world just because of where I work mm-hmm. and doing this show and things like that. Yeah. But nothing compared to like your knowledge and our production staff and things like that. But I think the general consumer has even less know-how or uh, than I do and kind of, that's part of the reason why we do this show, you sure. know, is to educate and to help people with their home mm-hmm. um as much as we can cuz it's devastating for us when we go to do a client's project or we're in the middle of a project and those unforeseen's happen and we know a lot of them were avoidable had things been done correctly yeah. um previously. And that's really hard for us as contractors, especially contractors with such integrity and no. always we know we always do the right thing and wish everybody in our industry did that and felt that way, but unfortunately, it's not the case. Yeah. Um, and, and we've had a lot of horror stories over the years of, you know, I can think of a project we're working on right now where it's just we're simply fixing some stucco and come to find out it's all rotted behind there. Yeah. And and those stories are really unfortunate and it's sad and it's hard to tell consumers. And, and this is a little different, but it's definitely something that was preventable. Um, so... Basically, what happened was, I'll kind of okay, give you Okay, folks, here's the story. Here's the it's story. This is the cautionary start. tale. Right. <laughs> so last week, the hose, the main water line that attaches to the back of our washing machine, mm-hmm. came detached. Um, and gallons upon gallons upon gallons of water.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that water pressure is on always. in right. your washing machine, and the machine itself turns... The water on and off for the washing machine but
1: yeah the, it's like a faucet but, you know yeah. your water is always there waiting for you to yeah. use with um,
0: pressure it's saying let me out let, let me, me out. yes
1: which is you know when when we turn on that faucet and it's there yeah. right away we mm-hmm. appreciate it mm-hmm. when we don't want it spewing out out of control we wish that feature wasn't there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes yeah, so we had pretty significant water damage done to our home
0: okay so the water line feeding your washing machine yes where it fits where it fits to the washing machine
1: yeah so we have just to kind of so you can visualize here first of all it's a second story laundry room Mm -hmm. which which in in itself is a cautionary tale yes (laughs) yes which makes this all more of a disaster but our second story washing machine and then we also have a steam dryer uh, so it also requires a water line. Okay. So coming out of our the wall where the water line is, mm-hmm. there was a hose. That hose was a metal hose, um, which it should be.
0: Flexible metal. Yeah,
1: thing, the yeah. flexible metal hose. And then it had a Y connector. Mm-hmm. It was like a brass Y connector. Right. From that Y connector to the washing machine was a rubber hose. Um, on that rubber hose, the, I guess, twist... It was like a twist connection up mm-hmm. to the washer machine. Mm-hmm. The house is about 10 years old. The washer and dryer has been there for about 10 years. Okay. It's the original to the house. That connection was done 10 years ago. We're in Delaware County where the water is extremely hard um, and has a lot of magnesium and all those things mm-hmm. in it and things like that. Um, and so that connection had corroded over time. Un- unbeknownst to us, we moved in and, um, you know, six months ago. And So we didn't know it was corroded, didn't even think to look and see if it was a rubber hose, which in this instance, it wasn't the rubber hose that was the issue, but a lot of times it is the rubber hose that's the issue. Um, But this connection corroded and it just came undone.
0: Yeah, so corrosion just basically starts eating the metal. Yeah. And the metal's strength deteriorates over time.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you can even see looking in it how weak it was. Mm -hmm. It's actually impressive that it's was on the last six months (laughs) um but yeah so you know that causes if you think about how much water is ready to go for you to run your washing machine i don't know how many gallons that is quite frankly i don't know if you do but it's a lot of water that's ready to go yeah (laughs) um and so a lot of water poured into our laundry room
0: just pops bursts
1: yeah and so in this instance there was most likely, a cause and to an extent, um, of why it happened in this instance. My husband was home to meet our irrigation company. They were there to turn everything back on for the summer. Mm-hmm. So either there was a pressure buildup somewhere or, you know, um, maybe
0: just the water pressure being off and then back on back
1: again. on, exactly. So, yeah, you know, it was explained to me that sometimes when you turn that irrigation system on, The water kind of pulls from your house a little bit so a lot of people will experience a a depleted uh, water pressure for a period of time Mm -hmm. and then it pushes all the water out to your irrigation system and fills all those lines and then once that's done it kind of retracts itself and then pushes it back to your house and then in theory your pressure and everything should restore in this instance the water pressure pushes back to the house there's that weak connection
0: and thus water comes spewing out of that hose yes now i'm sure everybody's wondering like how long did it run what happened afterwards well you're gonna have to hang on till after the break and we'll answer those questions we'll be right back and we're back with jamie's story her disastrous story about <laughs> yes. a water hose welcome to story on a washing <laughs> machine and this is the day fox home remodeling show if you're just tuning in i'm gary demas and jamie Broslovsky's here so jamie you were you basically told your story the last segment. yes And we got right to the point where the water hose attached to the back of the washing machine busted. It just yes. came loose.
1: Popped right off.
0: And water starts shooting out of that hose.
1: And it's a lot of pressure. The water that and comes out of And aren't you glad hose. you
0: and Oscar weren't in Florida? Oh my gosh. Or the Bahamas or someplace. I
1: I actually can't even imagine how bad the damage would have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would have had to move out. That's how extensive the damage would have been because. We were very fortunate that my husband was home. Yeah, Um, He was outside with the irrigation company, you know, chit-chatting, as he does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when he came back in the house, heard a loud noise coming from upstairs. And being the only one home, um, wasn't sure what it was, went upstairs to see and just immediately saw a lot of water. Yeah. I mean, pu- it was already puddled on the ground.
0: So I'm sure he probably knew to go right to the valve and shut that valve off. But, yes. Yeah.
1: And so, but one thing that's a little tricky with how our laundry room is is, is there our units are actually kind of built in. Okay. So there's cabinetry, mm-hmm. um, more so filler but surrounding it so mm-hmm. you have to kind of scoot out okay. the washer and dryer to get to it <laughs>
0: oh As i, there's would, water, see, you I would, would love to see a to video see of this? him <laughs> trying to pull i wish out. i had a
1: camera on this oh, so bad yeah. <laughs> but so there's water spraying at him in the face like because yeah. this hose is just going wild oh, back wow. there water spraying out everywhere he's trying to scoot them out um and again they haven't been moved in 10 years probably yeah. so they're really liking their spot. I thought she
0: moved those out every week and clean behind them.
1: You know, <laughs> I I would love to be that person, yeah. okay? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so he's trying to scoot them out as fast as he can to turn off the water right there and um, finally gets to it. But, I, you know, to know how long it was going on before he came into the home, I'm not really sure. It could mm-hmm. have been 30 seconds. It could have been 10 minutes. Um, but... Nonetheless, gratefully, we were home yeah. um, because even just that amount of time, whether it be two minutes or ten minutes, I'm not sure, but that amount of time caused pretty significant damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so next to our our uh, laundry room is a bathroom on one side. On the other side, we actually have a second story HVAC unit as well okay. uh, to run the upstairs, and then there's the hallway. Um, so those areas got completely saturated. Um, through what the, kind of flooring
0: do you have in those areas?
1: So laundry room, HVAC room, and um, girls' bathroom are tile. Okay. Uh, carpet in the hallway. Okay. So just completely soaked. I mean, mm-hmm. soaked. Inches yeah. of water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so really soaked. Then, you know, he's trying to luckily that's where we keep our towels so he's just putting towels on it all and then goes downstairs to find the irrigation guy assuming this has to have some connection maybe he's doing something things like that mm-hmm. so he goes down to try and find him um and goes into the kitchen and realizes it's pouring through the ceiling mm. so specifically at this point through the can lights in our kitchen um became waterfalls fun yeah. feature right <laughs>
0: yeah water finds the path of least resistance right? yeah so there's a hole cut for all those can lights and, mm-hmm. yep.
1: and so that was the home it found and so he comes downstairs to find uh three can lights in our kitchen have become waterfalls mm. and so he starts. and we have hardwood floors in our kitchen oh. so he starts getting buckets out at, running to get towels and <laughs> my husband in these instances is a panicker <laughs> so I'd, again would have loved to be able to see all this oh um although i would have probably been panicking as well but (laughs) in a later date it would be fun to watch um so you know goes gets the buckets tries getting towels goes and gets the irrigation guy tries to figure it out calls me in a panic has me rush home all the things and so you know turning off the water that quickly though helped um so we could even see the decrease in the waterfalls happen pretty quickly Mm -hmm. uh, which was good um, but you know, it was going onto our kitchen countertops, onto our cabinetry, onto our refrigerator, um, into our mudroom where we have built-ins, um, into our office where we have a shiplap ceiling. Mm. You could see it start to bow because mm-hmm. uh, there was nowhere for it to release in there, and so we knew this was major um, pr- pretty quickly. And so when I got home, he's it was funny because he's upstairs. Uh, he has a, like a shop vac and so he took out the filter to try and like vacuum up yeah. some of the water and i'm like i don't care about the 10 year old carpet come help me save my hardwood floors mm, yeah. <laughs> so i'm like get down here and just do the floor i cared about the hardwood floors because mm-hmm. i'm like everything else is you know it's a one item fix and replace kind of a thing but the uh the hardwood floors you know it's our entire first floor of our mm. house and i just mm-hmm. to me i love them and i'm like just protect my floors yeah um so you know i thought though what was so interesting and such a learning experience about this was kind of what to do next you know because we kind of got it to a point where the water stopped pouring um we got it to a point where we had soaked up at least off the hardwood and got buckets everywhere that needed so now Mm -hmm. we had a bucket and then it was a little late that we realized it was also dumping onto my computer but so far that's working okay too okay but anyway, you know, we kind of figured out all the buckets we needed. We ran out of buckets, ran out of towels, texted a neighbor yeah. uh, that we know works from home and had a pool. So we're like, we, they oh, have to have a lot of yeah. towels. <laughs> so we texted them to, and they brought over their buckets and towels. Um, and so I think we went through like, I don't know, 110 towels.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you, I find it interesting you texted them instead of calling them.
1: Yeah, I'm, it's my generation. Yeah, we don't make phone so. calls. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, if you need me in an instant like that, you better call. Because yeah. if you text, it could be two well,
1: hours. Well, we've only lived there six months, so a call mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, I don't know. But yeah. my other friend that lives really close by, I called. Um, but yeah, she wasn't home, so mm-hmm. then we texted the neighbors. Yeah. But anywho, got some towel, more towels, started soaking everything up, and then I called Dave Schicks, is our field manager. hmm and asked him kind of, okay, now that we don't have waterfalls coming through our ceiling terribly, they're still dripping, but not pouring at this point, like what what's our next steps here, you know? Um, and so I thought he had a really good recommendation of taking out all the can lights so that the air could get up there. So first thing we did was turn off the breaker, um, removed the can lights, took the light bulbs out, removed the can lights, like even the whole cylinder inside, everything, took everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and got fans to blow like basically right up in there. Mm -hmm. And again, like pretty quickly, you could really see the improvements of the drying of the drywall happen quickly, which was nice to see. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just kind of reassuring if nothing else. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I thought that that was a really good tidbit of information, I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So taking out all the can lights and you know, he had asked if there was any, it looked like there was puddles kind of forming anywhere.
0: Laying up in the, in the drywall. In the drywall. Yeah.
1: Um, and recommended if there were to drill holes yeah. in the ceiling. Um, so we had one area that kind of required that okay. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it was just kind of concerning because there was areas between our kitchen and our mud room. there's a header, and kind of where the header meets the ceiling. That whole seam was very saturated, yeah, um, and things like that. That it was kind of hard to assess what exactly was going on up there, um, and things like that. And then the bowing of the shiplap ceiling in the office mm-hmm. was a little concerning as well. Um, so we did end up contacting our insurance company just because yep. it seemed like the damage was going to be need mitigated mm-hmm. <laughs> beyond mm-hmm. our you know home fans and towels. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So that's where then we would contact the insurance company um, to get that step rolling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the drywall, all gets wet and, you know, building materials can take some water and not really be permanently damaged. I mean, it was a great idea if it was puddled up there, that's a problem. It'll soak down in there and get that plaster all in the drywall, soggy, and then it's ruined. But uh, we're gonna talk more about this in just a minute and continue the story. We'll be right back. And you are listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show where we're telling a story, a disaster story. (laughs) And this is segment three of the disaster story. And if you're just tuning in, wow, you've missed a lot already. (laughs) But If you've been listening, then you're anxious to hear what's happened next after the washing machine hose broke from the washer and spewed water all over the second floor, which came down through the first floor, which came down through the basement.
1: That's right. right?
0: <laughs> now, don't you wish your washing machine was at the basement? Level? I know,
1: it's so, funny. <laughs> so many people I told about this story, they're like, you're making me really glad my washing machine's in the basement. Oh, and I was like, yeah. yeah, there's a trade-off for the convenience of the second floor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jamie, uh, just to bring everybody up to date, now you've dealt with the water, you got the water shut off, You've used 110 towels or whatever in buckets and (laughs) Mm -hmm. dried it up as much as you can. And we were talking, uh, right at the end of the last segment about how building materials can take some water and not be permanently damaged. Most of them can. So your flooring, your drywall, drywall is pretty susceptible to water damage. So if it's staying moist for a long time, it's going to be shot. But if it just takes a fair amount of water at one time and gets dried properly, it's really going to be okay.
1: Yeah, and drywall naturally holds a fair amount of moisture because even like when we, I remember when we got our basement finished and mm-hmm. they drywalled, it was so the humidity level down there was so high. We were constantly running a dehumidifier.
0: Yeah, all the mud that they put on as it's is drying, that what the it's releasing the yeah, okay. moisture into the house. Yeah,
1: so it's definitely not, you know, shy to a little bit of mm-hmm. moisture. Right. Um, I also think of. You know prior to drywall with all the wood of your house you know when it's being built weather still yeah. happens mm-hmm. the whole time yeah. you know before it, it gets, gets all, rained
0: on a time or two before the roof gets put on and
1: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and so i think that was a good um kind of realization as well especially like talking through it with dave and, and some of our other team members you know i'm lucky to have such resource resourceful employees yeah uh, <laughs> but you know kind of as the more i talked to people i started to feel better about the situation. You know, another thing to that David mentioned is, because I was worried about mold and things that we couldn't see and things like that, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, with this sort of, sort of flood, you don't need to worry quite as much about mold being an issue because yeah. it was one time, it'll probably all dry, mm-hmm. and even if it started to grow somewhere, it's not going to get continuously moist so that it could continue to grow. Yeah. It'll probably die too. Yeah.
0: You know, um, mold uh, is a topic where, It's been, I think, overhyped, honestly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have great fear of mold and really shouldn't have. Every house has some mold in it. Very few people are really allergic to mold. Yeah. Very few. Uh, And it's, like I say, there's mold in every home, and it's not the huge health hazard, I think, that has kind of been propagated on people over years. Yeah. So I think people have an undue fear of mold generally speaking anyways that's my two cents worth
1: yeah no i think that that's probably pretty valid but i think you know for whatever reason we're ingrained to think like water equals mold Mm -hmm. (laughs) doom (laughs) doom is near um and yeah so after kind of talking through with some people our experience and kind of what, what we were seeing and things uh it started to get more and more reassuring uh so we did have the insurance company send out kind of the mitigation crew yeah what did they say so when they first came out they did a moisture reading everywhere so they have a tool that they put on the drywall and the floor and kind of different various areas to get a moisture reading to Mm -hmm. kind of see where we're at and how wet everything is um turns out it was still all pretty wet Yeah. (laughs) so they set up probably we counted at some point i think it was 32 industrial fans Mm. (laughs) throughout our house so we had the laundry room the upstairs hallway the bathroom and then they had pulled up the carpet in the hallway okay. and put one underneath to blow underneath oh, sure. the carpet, mm-hmm. uh, which the kids thought was the coolest thing <laughs> in the world because <laughs> it creates kind of a bubble. In other words, <laughs>
0: they lifted the carpet enough to get air flowing underneath it? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So actually, the way they did it was really smart, too, because they pulled it out from inside the closet mm-hmm. and then put the fan under. So even if it doesn't go back perfectly, it's inside okay. of the closet. Yeah. But um, And then they took off all the base trim in those areas just, again, to get air in between mm. and down to the subfloor
2: okay
1: um things like that and then also set up really huge dehumidifiers <laughs> i mean my height dehumidifiers okay. wow. they were really big um got the fans going did a bunch in the kitchen the office the mud room and then a few in the basement the basement didn't get terribly hit but it definitely got a little wet yeah um so just enough to you have a
0: finished ceiling down there
1: We do, but fortunately, the water mostly went into the unfinished part. Mm -hmm. So we we could kind of see what was happening there and it dried pretty quickly. Um, So, yeah, had the fans going for several days, um, would come back and kind of reassess and test the moisture levels again to make sure we're all progressing in the mud room. It wasn't quite progressing how they would have liked to see and how it was in the rest of the house, so they did end up taking down the drywall in there. Okay. but after they took down the drywall, it really started to dry quickly, okay. which was good. And, um, and they tarped off areas. So our kitchen was tarped off, our mudroom was tarped off, um, things like that. So living in our house was not ideal. I was
0: just <laughs> like going through a major remodel.
1: It really was. Yeah. I was, you know, it made me think of our clients a lot. <laughs> I was, yeah. It made me think too, like, gosh, if we ever remodel, remodel this kitchen, it's gonna be really challenging because it's the only way to get to our garage. Oh, okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was a lot of maze, a lot of, it was a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was quite the weekend. But we did manage to get through it. Um, in this instant right now, we still have fans going in the laundry room and the HVAC room, um, and I think the bathroom. And they'll
0: run until the moisture meters are. Yeah, reading until the they subside.
1: Level. So yeah. initially, you know, given the moisture readings, they weren't sure at the time if the um, tile would need to be replaced. Floor tile? Yeah, What's in there? those areas and the carpet. Just kind of not mm. sure at that moment. That uh-huh. was kind of the worst case scenario. All of it would need replaced. Um, best case scenario, none of it would need Mm -hmm. replaced. So I think we're going to be leaning more towards that best case scenario of nothing needing replaced, but this would be such a different story if we were not home Yeah. and you want to know what I did the following week? What? I bought a mow and flow.
0: (laughs) Okay. Mow and flow. So, okay. Let's tell everybody what that does.
1: Yeah. And so we've had Brad Pope from Mowen on here before, and Mm -hmm. if you hadn't listened to one of his episodes, I highly recommend you go back and listen, um, because the mow flow is incredible. So you attach it to your main water line.
0: Yeah, right where the main water comes into the home. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it, it sends it first. It learns your habits and kind of what your usage is. And then it senses anything outside of norm. Mm-hmm. So basically if you have a mow and flow and something like this happens, it would be able to see this unruly amount of water being poured out and it would turn your water off Yeah. or it would notify you and turn your water off. Yeah. And... I mean, I, I yeah, we we actually are leaving for vacation the following week, so just two weeks after this all happened, and I just I can't stop thinking about if we were not home mm-hmm. and something like this happened.
0: Yeah, I can tell you what would happen because I've seen it firsthand. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll describe that in our final segment.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so I did. I purchased a and flow because I think now we're just so paranoid. mm Hmm. Um, and I've always been a little paranoid of, of water in the sense like I never wa- run our washing machine when we're not home. I okay. never run our dryer. That's
0: We always do. Really?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just, I, mostly the dryer. The washer I'll at least stay home for like the start and then I'll leave. But the dryer I never run when I'm not home because I'm paranoid of fires. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> I have a little paranoia. It didn't benefit <laughs> me at all. <laughs> My paranoia did not tell me and this should be another, you know, rule of caution. When you move into a new house, check your hoses. Mm-hmm. And I do think that the the metal, the flexible metal hoses are far superior to the rubber, um, from my understanding, when it comes to hooking up the washer and dryer. Yeah. At least the washer, but. Okay. There you so have see
0: it. your fears. You've faced them and lived through it. So now you don't have to be afraid of it anymore.
1: Yeah, but somehow they're worse. I you don't can, know. I don't
0: know. But you can face it. <laughs> Yeah. You found out how strong you and Oscar are in the family, and you got Fear and
1: logic are just two different things. uh,
0: That is very true. (laughs) Okay, so you're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We'll be right back. Jamie, today we're telling your story about water damage on the Mm -hmm. second floor of your home. Yes. So if you're just tuning in, you missed three really interesting segments about this whole story of Jamie's uh, water line that's feeding the washing machine, breaking, and leaking all over the second floor and down to the first floor and down to the basement and her husband Oscar was home and fortunately, and caught it very soon and got up there and pulled the washing machine away from the wall while he's being sprayed with water. (laughs) I wonder what he looked like after that. He's probably soaking wet.
1: I don't know. I mean, there were lots of funny moments in this process because even just all the fans blowing like especially Mm -hmm. in our kitchen every time you went to go into the refrigerator there was like three surrounding the refrigerator and I have very long hair so my hair (laughs) would just be everywhere I'd be trying to like wrestle to get like the right milk out for the right kid while the kids are talking to me oh it would be it was we were like a sitcom (laughs) but um I mean it was not easy to live through um and we're still not through it but I just thought that this was a really important cautionary tale to share, mm-hmm. to not only know what it is to do, I mean, turning off the water first and foremost, um, and then also just the, the drying and kind of the things You know,
0: knowing for. how to turn water off. So every every adult living in a home should know where the main water shutoff is, mm-hmm. and you should just instinctively know that. Yeah. Any of your teenagers at home, go, go show them where it's yeah. at. Because if an emergency happens like this and you don't know how to shut the water off, that's going to prolong, you know, the remedy big time. Yeah. So, and in the case of a washing mach- machine, there's always a shutoff valve behind the washing machine. Always. Yes. So that, and Oscar knew that. He pulled his machine out to get to that valve and turn that water off. Maybe some homeowners weren't aware of that, and maybe they'd be trying to find the main water shut off. Yeah. So...
1: When even at every bathroom sink, there's a shutoff.
0: under the sink. Yeah, usually. Sink. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say every case, okay. but a lot of Most the often, there Check should there, first. there should be one. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, really. That can happen on any fixture in your home. Now, mm-hmm. Not to make your fears even worse, Jamie. <laughs> Jesus, oh
1: man, never sleeping again. <laughs> Every time
0: you'll sneak up to the, your lavatory hoping it doesn't start bursting over and <laughs> shooting you with water. Oh, my. Uh, but it can happen to a dishwasher. It can happen in a sink. Um, I actually had one story. Um, I used to work. I had a company in Findlay, Ohio, for a number of years, and there's a Dow Chemical plant up there. we were remodeling one of the, the men's room and of course this is an old plant and we were doing i was pulling a vanity off the wall and i was by myself and we had just put a tile floor down and i was in there doing something and the water line just literally broke that's feeding the the lavatory
1: oh my gosh
0: And here I am in the men's room up in the executive offices of the Dow chemical plant. (laughs) And I stick my thumb on that thing because I didn't want water flooding the floor because we just laid a bunch of tile there and I had a rag in my hand. So I'm sitting there holding this as hard as I can to keep the water flow at a minimum by myself in the men's room. I'm thinking, what on earth do I do? What do I do? So I just yar—you started yelling, "Help! Help!" <laughs> and there's all these women up there, and they're you know desks and stuff. And I'm just screaming, "Help!" from the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, a guy comes in there and uh, saw what was going on, and he found uh, someone to shut the water off. Oh but my gosh! <clears throat> that was an experience I'll never forget. Yeah. But I mean, those things can happen with plumbing. Yeah. Especially older plumbing. And if you're do it yourself or you're tackling uh, any water shutoffs that are old, be ready, Mm -hmm. you know, because that can happen. Yeah. Um, But I was going to explain what can happen if that water was not caught early. Yeah. The damage you can do to your home. I remember walking in to uh, visit a job site where some people had left and went overseas for three weeks. In the upstairs bathroom, a water line broke and leaked in their house. For literally, I don't know, at least a week or two. Yeah. When I walked in there, the house looked like it had just been framed on the inside. All the drywall stripped off, and the whole house.
1: Jeez.
0: Because over all that time, the water had a chance to just penetrate everything. And I'd never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah. So water, over a long period of time, can do incredible damage. Yeah. And... Talk about your moan flow a little bit. Yeah.
1: Well, I actually was also going to say, you know, another cautionary tale is um, Steve, uh, our sales director, I was telling him kind of about Mm -hmm. the situation and things like that. And he was saying, well, he had experienced another time where someone had something really similar happen. It was probably a tub that overfilled or something like that from a kid and whatever. And, you know, panic is again, and fear, you know, these things aren't, and logic have a conflict they're not always the same Mm -hmm. thing and so in a state of panic everything was so wet that they assumed that's it it's all gotta get torn out and so instead of taking those steps of calling insurance and and kind of letting it letting it dry they kind of jumped the gun and pulled up all the carpet started ripping out tile and did all this demo when it really probably would have dried oh
2: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and so that's another you know cautionary tale is most things dry mm-hmm. um if it if it happened that if it's quickly, caught if it's early. caught quickly mm-hmm. enough most things will dry yeah um but you can always it, you're not gonna to my knowledge you're not gonna benefit it by taking it out right then right um so you know let it let it get a chance to drying
0: <laughs> yeah and have a professional take a look at it yeah for sure yeah, but it's very traumatic obviously it's your home
1: yeah so i gotta line up our plumber to come out and install the mowing flow mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with that's our a main very easy line. install I don't know I'm not messing with the main me uh, well line. Not no, you after don't want this. to do it yourself
0: because you're dealing with the main water water line <laughs> coming in and that's yeah. that part of it is not a Daunting. Do, it, do it yourself thing. yeah you know when you get a plumber in there but he in a, about an hour or an hour and 15 minutes you can get that put on yes it's not a big deal
1: yeah so I think that'll just give us really peace of mind you know especially with going out of town so quickly after this happened to know be able to check on our water mm-hmm. you know from
0: yeah, and you can even shut away. your water off. Yeah, you know, from anywhere. As long as yeah, you're an and we're pretty
1: good. You know, we went. I think the longest we've ever gone away was ten days, and for that trip, we turned our water off. Yeah. Um, but for a week long vacation, we don't typically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but yeah. I but don't, yeah. No. Um, I don't but, think most people do. Yeah, I don't think most people do, but you know, I think anything that can give us a little peace of mind is is nice and. Mm-hmm. And knowing that to have that safety net. You know, another thing is a lot of times, um, you know, if you are building a house or, or in remodeling and you want a second story laundry, um, a lot of contractors will put in a drain uh, and have it drain to something. So from that laundry Okay, room.
0: so there's going to be a washing machine pan under the yes. washing machine. But yeah. that would not have helped your situation. It
1: would not have helped no. our situation. You're correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I
0: do recommend on a second floor having a pan yes. with a drain. We
1: bought one of those as yeah. well.
0: Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> it'll take care of minor leaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we learned a lot. I are, are you pretty diligent? Like, would you, if you moved into a house that had an existing washer and dryer, would you have checked the hoses?
0: I wouldn't. Well... No, I would not have thought to go specifically check those hoses. I okay. Would not have. No. It's pretty uncommon for that for yeah. that hose break.
1: I know that the the rubber hoses are known for having more issues.
0: Well, the rubber itself can degrade over time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So while we have everything pulled out, we are switching everything over to sure. the yeah kind of the metal um, yeah. bendable metal ones. Yeah. But it was definitely a learning experience. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a cautionary tale. And I hope somebody somewhere takes something away from this and saves themselves Mm -hmm. a headache.
0: (laughs) And you know, the and flow would have been Oscar in this situation. Because it's not gonna shut it off immediately. It's gonna notify you. And give you some time to respond. And if you don't respond, respond in a certain amount of time, it will shut it off. Yes. Okay. So you're listening to the very exciting Dave Fox Home <laughs> Remodeling Show, and this is one of our most exciting episodes. Jamie, hopefully we won't have another story that tops this one from your home. Please not ever <laughs> again. Okay. <laughs>
1: not <Knock on wood>. going. <laughs>
0: so uh, you can go to davefoxradio.com, and there you can listen to the first part of this story if you missed it, or you can listen to any of our previously broadcast shows. Go to davefox.com. See our website, tons of great information. Uh, We're here every Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. We'll be back next Sunday morning.